It is the Darren Jenkins Show! It's Darren! It's Friday. It's Jenkins! It's Darren Jenkins! I don't even know how he got into the house. And all of a sudden, the kitchen was covered in shit. I tell you, Michael, that's the last time you're coming to my house. (laughs) Episode 16, ladies and gentlemen, of the Good Friday podcast. My name is Darren Jenkins, and beside me is... Jack Johal. A very unenergetic (laughs) Jack Johal. I just want to bring Darren back down to planet Earth. He's on, like, five beer... Too many no, beers. Like he's like, making this sound a lot less <laughs> impressive than it is. It's not I'm, impressive. If you had five beers and Darren doing this, I'm doing this slightly tipsy and slightly drunk. So we're in episode 16 now after speaking to an almighty Mr. John Magnum. Yeah, we've just recovered from it. <laughs> Physically. Just I mean mentally. Psychologically recovered <laughs> From, from John Mankin. We just got him out the door. That's, that's It's taken us two weeks. Somebody sent forward correspondence there as well. I'm not going to name the person, but they sent forward correspondence as well. And they were like, how has John Magnum made his way to England with all these travel restrictions? And I just sent back to them. I said, trust me, John Magnum has a tool that makes social distancing of two metres not a problem. <laughs> that's, what, that's, that's what I've said. So... There's your little insider information to episode 16. So we're talking episode 16, but let me go quickly back on episode 15, right? John Magnum is obviously fantastic. Correspondence has been fantastic for him. And his born career. We've really helped that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The the correspondence we've got on our other topic, which was um, just stories about teachers and stuff like that from school. And teachers, you wish you fucking said fuck after or whatever I got a few stories in on that so the story I'm going to start with uh, it comes in genuinely one of the boys was telling me this they were at a school event right There was this was on the weekend a weekend night and stuff like that and the boys were all in leaving sir they were 18 at the time okay? sorry leaving. one second for the the English listeners they were doing their what Oh, they were doing their A-levels, mate. Yeah. Sorry, right. yeah. They're doing their leaving Proper cert. qualifications. Right. Going carry yeah, on. they are, yeah. But um, the leaving cert, anyway, they were, all, so they were all 18. They were all legal drinking age. And they were in the hotel anyway, like, and at this event, this fundraising event for the school or whatever it was. And they bought pints and stuff like that. And all of a sudden, one of the teachers comes up to them and says, you can't drink that. It's a school event. And this was a weekend night, right? This was a Saturday night in a hotel, like off school premises, this was, and they were legal drinking age and everything like that. Mm. And they were told to go into the bathroom and pour the toilet, the drinks down the toilet. So they're, obviously there were the boys and this female teacher couldn't follow them into the bathroom. So they were told to just pour them down the toilet. Now, obviously the boys just downed the drinks inside the toilet and just came out with the glasses. Ledge, like, yeah. ledge, ledge. But the person sent forward it to me, just turned around and says, if I had my time again, I would have told that teacher to fuck right off. You know, because <laughs> we were coming to the end of school anyway. Like, you know, realistically, what could she have done? And I would have, if that was me, I would have told her to fuck off. I said, right, I'll pour it down and hide it. Will you give me back the money for the pint? <laughs> That's what I would have said. And if she said no, I was like, well, you can fuck off then. That's what I would have said. But. Did you ever, we had one of those where we were told you wouldn't be allowed to drink at the actual event. So everyone ends up getting shit faced beforehand, but then everyone's got to get shit faced and then they have to get dressed. Then they mm. have to get to the event. And I think like the amount of people that turn up with sick already on their like suits and on their fucking yeah. like dresses is just ridiculous. And you're like, ah, oh, you know, maybe if they let us drink here, but then you end up getting way too shit faced at the event. Everyone brings in those like little sneaky hip flasks. Yeah. And everyone's like, who's got the coolest hip flask? And we're all like 16 <laughs> running around being like, it's me, it's me, it's me. <laughs> but uh, right. I have another story here now as well. And I was actually in the room when this happened as well when we were in school. And this is fucking class. So there was a friend of mine. And again, I can't, I really wish I could name these people, but I can't. Uh, this friend of mine is Ginger, right? Can you not do that thing where they, like for you, I'd be like, his name's Warren or Warren or Warren. No, <laughs> sorry, I, I genuinely haven't cleared it with this fella. So I'm not going to say his name, <laughs> okay. but he's a Ginger fella, right? And uh, so this lad, he was a bit of a cheeky chappy, like, you know, he was he was a bit of a, a bit of a Jack the Lad kind of thing, like, you know. That's me. And um, so <laughs> he got caught drawing one of the teachers, one of the 
more attractive teachers than we had on staff at the time and uh, by one of the male teachers, uh, one of the older male teachers. And uh, he was looking at him and um, (laughs) he said to the teacher, he went, it's good, sir, isn't it? He says, I'll draw you, sir. I won't draw much hair. And with perfect comic timing, the teacher turned back and he went, I'll draw you. I'll need a good red pen. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that kicked. (laughs) If you knew the fella, you'd understand how funny that was. But everybody in the everybody in the room erupted into laughter. Like it was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. And um, I have another story as well on that. I did a course. Now you're not going to believe this, but um, I think I actually might have put it on my CV when I hired when you hired me. But um, but then again, as we've established numerous times on this podcast, you hired me without looking at my CV. Yeah, do you know how desperate times? Anyway, go on, carry on. Yeah, yeah, they were. Yeah, (laughs) you just knew there was something you were talking about. Something about that jib, by the way. Something about I like the cut of his jib. That's the thing. But that's what you were saying to yourself. Talk about what that means. So right. I did a hospitality course in uh, a PLC kind of hospitality course. It's like a, it's like a, a BTEC course or something like that over here, is it? Well, yeah, BTEC's a BTEC. Yeah, know it's like a bullshit GCSE. That's I didn't know. I didn't want to be like unless Mikey's done them. I didn't want to like shout them out. <laughs> I mean, I was about to be like B. We literally use the word BTEC as like a derogatory word to describe something being shit. Like I'll be this like, was shit. Darren, this wasn't your haircut's co- BTEC. Th- this wasn't this. <laughs> the fuck did that come out of? <laughs> Sorry, just carry on. You fucking wanker. Can we upload a, a, a picture of your haircut to the... To What's wrong with my hair? Nothing. Just carry on. What the fuck's wrong with my hair, you cunt? <laughs> You're so glad this isn't recorded so people can see the state of that. Yeah, I know. I won't be uploading that picture now. <laughs> <laughs> the you one know. in which you're looking sideways. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm going to leave you alone. Carry, carry on. Carry for on. someone with no energy, all of a sudden you're fucking slating me for no reason. Like, what the fuck happened to you? Give me more. Uh, but I did this course anyway, and like I was somebody in school who never really stood that up to teachers that much. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I was kind of held back a good bit and bit my tongue on stuff that didn't sit right with me. But this was the first time I ever stood up to a kind of a, a teacher or anything like that at all, like a proper teacher. Like I'll get on to another story in a minute. But um, this teacher was like a wagon, a pure battle axe. Like, you know, everybody in the class was kind of afraid to say boo to her, like, because you didn't know what way she was going to take it. Like, you know, she ruled with fear, like, you know. Yeah, yeah. And there was one day we were meant to turn in our project to her. And, uh, of course... The electricity within the college itself got cut out on the morning and none of the and it came back on, but none of the printers were working. So a lot of people who would usually come in early to print off something like that couldn't print it off. And rather than actually being sympathetic towards that, they turned around to she turned around and she said, No, I'm not accepting anymore. Or I was oh, no, so, and then she said, Right, I will accept it. Eventually she said, Yeah, I will accept it, but I'm taking ten percent off the people who are handing it in late. And we thought that was bullshit. And everybody was afraid to say to her. And then I erupted on her. And I erupted on her and I was it. And I was it and we were a bit of a back and forth like. And then she turned around and she said, right, now this is the date for the next project. And this is the deadline. And I, t- I turned up and I said, I what's the deadline for printing it off there now, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and she didn't like it. She said, I want to come outside there now. Come outside the class now and talk to me. And I went, no bother, I said. <laughs> I genuinely got straight up and said, no bother, I go and I'll talk to you. And I went outside. And everybody, I, I, I won't tell you what was said outside, but because the funny bit was everybody in the class was telling the story afterwards. They were like, what's being said? What's being said? And, everything. and all they saw like five minutes later was her walking back in and me following her just going, the fact you're walking away from me just means that I'm right. <laughs> so I sat, <laughs> and just sat back down again. So it's like, that was the first time I ever actually stood up to a teacher. And I was very happy with myself. You're ballsy. Uh, I did end up getting 10% taken off me anyway. But um, <laughs> probably should have just added that in for context. But uh, there was another thing I should say. And for context for this story, I should point out that my mother is dead. Um, so that's not the comedy bit, obviously. But um, Why are you laughing? That's so <laughs> because like that. Everybody has the same expression when they find out that. They're like, oh, shit. It was like, but you didn't kill her, so it's fine. But... Um, 
So <laughs> I just don't know what to say. This is a this is a story. It was in um one of the drama classes and stuff that I was doing, and uh, we were rehearsing for a show. And one of the teachers turns around and saw me messing, and they go, Darren Jenkins, what are you going to do now when your mother comes in and sees this show and sees you messing like that? And I went, my mother's not coming to this show, I said. <laughs> she goes, she will be at the show. And I said, ah, she won't, I'll tell you. <laughs> he goes, what makes you so certain that your mother won't be at the show? And I went, well, I'll put it this way to you. If she does turn up, I'll be questioning who's monitoring that fucking graveyard. Said, this is what I said. Sure, your man went as white as a fucking ghost. Like, he didn't know. Like, I felt very bad afterwards, but I was like, it was funny at the same time. It's like one of the moments where, like, if you're like, um, the other kids at school, like, realize and know, like, that are like your mum has passed away, they're like staring at the teacher, being like, don't say that. Just don't say that. <laughs> yeah, every time don't the substitute teacher used to don't come in in primary schools and stuff like that, they'd say, oh, go home, take that home to your mother, and everything like that. And they'd be like, can't and <laughs> but everyone and he's just looking and everyone else in the class is just like don't bring it up <laughs> don't get him talking about it again <laughs> but that was the story um, so that was that now we have correspondence in and I know we're not reading out correspondence and everything that's coming in but we have to read out the good ones and not the bad ones so this comes in from one of the boys girlfriends is all I'm going to call her because I think she wants to remain anonymous so it goes, hi guys, long time listener, first time caller. But you're, you're texting. I don't understand that. She's definitely Irish. Doesn't she is, it. yeah. Basic she, English shit. No, she's Irish. Uh, okay, here is a story nobody asked for. <laughs> Great. Uh, <laughs> a stuff. quick insight into a well-known inner city Dublin hospital. Oh, she is Irish. I know who this is. What am I doing? <laughs> like, um, right. Into a well-known inner city Dublin hospital. While working on a specific ward slash area of nursing, which I'll keep anonymous, a good woman, uh, I had this patient who was a homeless, transgender, who liked to be addressed as a woman, but identified with male body parts. They had HIV, which had not been treated, and the disease had progressed so much that they were completely confused, crazy, out of it. There were slashes in between some of those words. The only item of clothing she owned was a pair of snow boots. She would walk around the ward with the hospital gown back to front so her lad, in capital letters, was was forever on display. (laughs) They'd shit on the floor, walk in it like a dog and end up spreading it all around the ward. She'd spit at staff, brackets, and no, and a big no with HIV, close brackets, on nights she'd chased me down the ward with a knife and had to be locked into the office while awaiting security to calm her down. We had to wear safety alarms at all times and she was terrified the, she terrified the elderly on the ward. At meal times, she'd sit up in the bed and fire the cutlery out the door at whoever walked by. An absolute weapon of a patient, and no doubt she's still roaming the streets of Dublin, causing absolute havoc. By the way, John Magnum is a better, is way better than a certain character from another podcast. I'm not going to mention his name um, <laughs> because as soon as I do, then that leaves us liable. But that's a fucking mad story. It's how I met your mother, isn't it? How you met my mother? No, <laughs> like the, the fucking. Are you She's alive. Me? You shut up. Is my mommy? You met mommy. If the you're TV listening, series. you're a fucking. <laughs> this is the you're one thing you can't go back on. <laughs> Uh, that was a lovely story and uh, that's who's going to get the jelly snakes from my part anyway do you have somebody you want to give jelly snakes to this week oh I've already you've already bullied me and said I can't no you can I can give them to my girlfriend oh nice oh that means to your girlfriend yeah that is so cheap and so lazy Um, and that perfectly segues into our next topic yes it does see that we're on the same wavelength so we're talking about money cashola that old big fish to dollars. That's Moolah. Moolah. We should have gone like one and one, one and one, but now I've only said one and now I feel a bit bad. Yeah, but that kind of 
sums up this podcast me doing all the work and you doing nothing but um, <laughs> to be honest um, this is that's the, the bottom line so we're talking about money the highs and lows when you have it when you don't have it and what you do if you would have it uh, so we're going to start with the t- with the section of flashing the cash I call this so now do you want me to start or do you want to start you can start my good friend so right not about flashing the cash. I'm not somebody who usually flashes the cash, but, but on nights out, I'm I'm like a horse's cock. I'm big when I'm out, you know. So this is this is the crack, like you who know. Who has I'm, ever used that analogy? That's the old saying. saying. The Michael, you've cock. heard that old saying, Never haven't you? In my life. Darren. Have you ever you have. gone up to a girl and been like, "Hey, I come am here the to horse's me. cock"? You go up, to, you go up to her, and you say, "Well, first of all, you walk up to a woman, and you say to her, you say, how's it going? How's the crack? How's your father? Are you fix? How are you fixed for turf?'" And, uh, you know, <laughs> you turn around and you tell her, do you know, I'm like an old horse's cock. I'm big when I'm out. Are, are women retarded <laughs> in Ireland? Like, I'm actually so confused. I should point out. Have you ever seen like a horse's worked, cock? But, uh, oh, that's just a weird cock. That is a great thing. What I mean by that is that... You think you're the fucking bollocks, mate, when you're out. No, no, what I mean by that is that, I, you know, I, I get to the point where I'm drunk and I just buy shots and drinks for everybody. Well, can we just clarify the fact that you have been into my place drunk? And the last, yeah. I remember when the staff came and saw me the next day, they did say to me, Darren ran out of money because he was buying I didn't run drinks. out of money. Okay, well, do you know what? Listen, no, 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 Mr. No, hang Hor- on, hang on. Horse's cock, reel it back in and shut up. It's impossible. <laughs> Darren apparently ran out of Where money because he was buying too many people drinks because, you know, Darren's Mr. Flash the Cash kind I of I didn't guy. run out of money. I didn't run out of money. I should point that. That's a that's a scurrilous statement. Oh, why did you run up a tab and leave? I didn't run up a tab and leave. Well, we'll talk about it after the podcast. <laughs> I didn't run up a tab and leave. I did spend about roughly, I would say, £200, maybe £250. Oh, off you fuck. I did. Oh, I my did. God, you didn't. That's oh what you told God. me. I'd suck. Oh, I'd suck my horse's cock, mate. No, you did no, not. No, to be honest with you, like, right, maybe that's not in blue check, but between the blue check and the parish, between the two hey, places. Everyone was in £225 parish and £25 of the blue check. To, no, no, no. Between the two places, I definitely spent about All right, listen, I'm, I'm not going to get into night. this, but okay. Well, but like, you know, that's what I'm saying. And I've, I, I was a fucker for it in college as well, and people used to be telling me, oh, don't be going around buying shots and everything like that. They still fucking took the shots. Yeah, but like, you wouldn't refuse a free shot. No, they didn't, no. And there was plenty, there was specifically, there was three women. And these three women know exactly who they are because they were part of our friend group. How many going through college? Three women. How many? Three. Three. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I I, I started doing my speech and drama voice afterwards. But uh, there was three women and those specific women know who the fuck they are. But they know straight away who they are. And they never, never, and I mean this never, Bought me a drink back. And these are these are like three women in my close friend group. I still am fairly close to talking to uh, with talking with one of them. They never, never bought a drink back. And they were the same with all the lads. Buy a drink back. Buy a drink back for fuck's sake. That's just ridiculous. And I worked in a bar up there in my final year of college. And uh I like <laughs> A disclaimer, I, I would um, ever so slightly from time to time hand out a few um, sample taster drinks to, to people and stuff like that, we'll say. And uh, of course, they were complimentary, you know. But like uh, these women benefited from that on more than one occasion and still never bought me a drink back. Can't and I just thought that, that's a fucking disgrace. And the three of ye, ye know who the fuck ye are. So get on and, and get your rebuttal and your response and your explanation as to why the fuck that was. Because that's a disgrace as far as I'm concerned. That is a disgrace. And I'm not the only person who thinks so because there was lads there who you did the same to. And them, boy, them boys were out. Step they out were for out. belts. Step, Step out. out for belts. There we go. There you go. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I once spent 80... Just gone, Christmas just gone, I spent 80 euros on a pair of jeans that then split... Um, when I fell once about two days later. That Are was you just throwing out how much money you have right now? This I'm is no, I'm d- saying definitely not related to any kind of topic, by the way. No, it is. And I tell you, the biggest thing <laughs> that I flashed the cash on that I ended up regretting was my very first car. It was uh, an Opel Corsa, or you'd call it a Vauxhall Corsa, my ears. Yes. But uh, an Opel Corsa, um, 
I sank about two grand into it between getting it taxed, insured, and on the road and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and NCT or MOT, MOTs, you'd say. Getting it properly going and everything like that. On Christmas Day, three weeks later, the head gasket blew on the car and I had to scrap it. Oh, I remember you telling me this, yeah. Yeah. That's just... Two yeah. grand and I was sickened. Sickened. Go on, tell me about you flashing the cash. I don't. I'm, less, I, I'm like the tightest man in the world. For fuck's sake, Jack. And you have the money, like. I, I, Whatever do, about me throwing not, away money? You, know you actually have it, like. The, 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 the one thing that I massively regret was Weatherspoons does a buy two Jaeger bombs for £5. So I'm just doing the maths now because I remember how much I spent. But I bought... I'm just doing the maths. One second. Michael, we're filling, doing doing a little bits of filler. Start thinking yourself about you flashing the cash. Go on. But uh, Michael, or Jack, sorry, go on. Cheers, thanks for getting us confused. Just two English people, completely different. Yeah, you all look the same. Oh, <laughs> wow. But yeah, basically Christmas Eve, I think it was Is like two years ago. racism we were... No, 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 that's not. You're English, it's The not racism, racism we're pushing. <laughs> go on. Uh, so yeah, Christmas Eve, I ended up buying like, I think I spent £160 in total. I gave one of my friends £40 to put through her app. So we spent like £200 and all of it was on shots. So I'm talking... Five. We bought 80 Jaeger bombs and there must have been about 10 of us. So it's like eight Jaeger bombs per person. And like this was like on top of pints, on top of like normal shit. That was probably the worst. I ended up going home really drunk Christmas Eve, ruined Christmas because I got really rude to my family. <laughs> it's just it was like a horrible time. But I was, I was, I remember it was like my first day off in like ages over the whole because Christmas is a busy period of time. And like we, I, it was just a horrible experience. That was like the only time I've ever flashed the cash and been like that. And I completely regret it. I don't that's, ever flash the cash. That's like a that. disgrace as far as I'm concerned. I'm the kind of person that if I go out and pay for something, which I do, like for example, my mates, I paid for like we had food on Sunday me my girlfriend two of my mates had food and they even know not to leave it more than like three hours before i'm start like guys guys you owe me money for the food by the way guys you wouldn't say it like that guys i've been with you before you would not say it like no that. i'm you a nice guy i'm not like that but i no, you know. you'd call me you'd call it straight out and just say you owe me that money for the food no, I don't do that. Yes, you do. Oh, you're not my like friend. You're just like yeah, a but colleague. T- come here. You just said two minutes ago that you're the tightest person in the world, and then you're like, "Oh no, I'd be really nice if you owed me money." You wouldn't. Your arse. Actually, nice. another funny story is my brother owes me money at the moment, and my mum actually told me off for asking for him. <laughs> and I was like, how does that make any fucking sense? I was like, why are you telling me off for asking money off my brother who actually owes me money? And she was like, oh, no, you can't be doing that. She was like, what's it even for? I was like, we bought our other brother a birthday present. She was like, that's not fair. She was like, you earn money. And I was like, so does this guy. He's a fucking like construction worker and he's fucking minted. And I was like, and she was like, but you can't be asking him the way you're asking him. I was like, fucking, so I'm actually, am a nice guy. I don't ask people for money when they So aside from Jack's little family tiffs, um, back to the topic that we're actually talking about at the moment. (laughs) Oh, sorry. I took us on a different leeway. Yes, you did. Michael, flashing the cash. Tell us. I mean, I, I will buy lots of people drinks, but I don't have the money to do it. Like, it always puts me in a bad situation. But I want people to be like, oh, that was nice. Plus, you probably just bat your eyelashes and get free drink anyway, do you? <laughs> I just do some suckage after, you know, to the relevant people and, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, now that you mentioned it, I, I, was, I saw Magic, uh, the title Magic Mike XXL, and I thought it was like about a really fat magician. I didn't. I didn't know it was about strippers. I thought Magic Mike XXL was about a really fat magician. Did you just fucking said. bully me for taking us off topic? And now you just bring up Magic he Mike mentioned XXL. Suckage. I just thought I'd put something in about. Are you fucking um, gay? Right. Will you stop with these? Jeez, <laughs> you're going to fucking this tirade of on PC shit. I'm actually going to move us on. Talking yes, about money. Do so. That was flashing the cash. Uh, the next thing is being tight with your money or as we call it in Ireland meanness Me, yeah this is weird but anyway meanness yeah go meanness. ahead meanness or as we, we say meanness I have to be really diplomatic here because like the whole idea for this topic came from um, a friend of mine and then that same friend and two of my other close friends sent like I would say about 15 stories between the three of them about 
like the other people within that friend group being Oof. tight. And I was like, I'm not naming anybody in these stories because you're just going to end up killing each other and you're going to blame me even though I'm in England and you're back home. So I just thought I'd put out that disclaimer first. Um, I'm not going to do their ones first, actually. Tell me the meanest thing you've ever done oh, with money. I'm I'm Indian. Like, surely that is like, Indians are notorious for being worse than Jews. And I hope that's not the racist thing to yes, say. Yes, it is racist oh, just again. Fuck it. Do you know what? Kill me. Whatever. But basically, yeah, like fully, I, we're very, very tight. Like my dad's very tight. My whole family's just really, although some of them are, like my mum is the worst person in the world. She shops at a waitress. Like, Your mum's tight. Just, like. You fucking watch yourself, yeah? Oh shit! I didn't actually even cop that. I didn't Shut actually up. cop it. I didn't. Shut up. I apologize. No, seriously, I apologize. Yeah, you better. I didn't actually cop it. You be careful. You were slagging my dead mum there a minute ago. You can fuck off. Oh wow! You really go on. Go on. Go on. Tell us. Go on. All right. So, um, okay. This personally, I'm, at the moment, I've signed up for. Do you know Pret are running like a um, uh, unlimited coffee subscription you have thing to for twenty pounds? What that is to Irish people. Okay, so a coffee shop which sells coffee, which is made of caffeine. Pret a manager. Oh, that's what it's called. Pret a manger. <laughs> Pret a manager. Pret a manger, if you're Polish. But basically, that's a coffee shop that's doing a, a subscription. £20 a month, bish bash bosh. I signed up with one card, month, my first month free, cancelled it. Signed up with my second card, got my first month free, cancelled it. So I've got two months free now. I've got another card, yeah, that I'm, I'm waiting. my head here. And um, Monzo lets you set up five different virtual cards. Monzo's so, a bank. It's I, like Revolut. Go on. <laughs> you actually just transcribe, transcribe, yeah, translate, translate it right. even. But yeah, okay, that's that's probably the tightest thing I've done. I'd say that the meanest thing I've actually done is make my family pay at my own restaurant, which I feel a bit peak for. No, you don't. <laughs> no, I fully do. No, you don't feel bad about it. Oh, no, I, yeah. Yeah, no, I don't, not at all. Uh, but money um, is money. Something that was synonymous with manness, as we call it, or meanness, tightness, whatever you want to call it, um, in Ireland was older generation. And like, I have seven and a half years of working in hospitality now. Jack has, what, you've you've been at since like you were 13 and that, haven't you? Oh, cheers, thanks, yeah. I'm asking you, is that true? Uh, yeah, well, no, yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. It's on my CV. Okay. Um... <laughs> So something that older Irish people used to do all the time when they were coming into like hotels and restaurants and stuff like that was when they're drinking their tea after their meals and stuff like that, they would order their pot of tea, drink the pot of tea and then ask for hot water to go in on top of it. (laughs) And it would be fine except for the fact that they would sit there then for the next fucking hour taking up the table, not paying the bill, drinking the fucking weak tea like, you know and then this was bad enough. And um, one time I've actually, when I was working in a four-star hotel back in Tipperary, I've actually seen a farmer come in, sit down, order a pot of hot water, and then take out tea bags <laughs> out of his pocket. And this went on for about six months until we got a new manager in that section of the hotel. And he turned around and he's like, yeah, I have to start tar- charging you three pound for the hot water, the pot of hot water going down. It's like, what? You're going to charge me £3 for that hot water? It's like, yeah, I can see you taking out the tea bags. I'm not <laughs> blind. <laughs> Man, ever so slightly fucked off out of the hotel and never came back. But um, I just thought I'd say that. And I have to say this as well. This happened at the start of this year. This was a disgrace as far as I was concerned. There was four lads inside in the pub sitting down. The round they were drinking was four vodkas, two Red Bull. Okay? Mm-hmm. That was what they were drinking. Three of the lads bought the round... Then they went out for their fag. And the fourth lad says to me, give me four glasses with ice. And then only in one of the glasses put in a triple vodka. And then I did it. And he started divvying out, like dishing out, dividing the triple vodka among the four glasses just to avoid paying for four vodkas. To save like literally three whatever, 380 or 350 or whatever the fuck the vodka was. I thought that is a fucking disgrace that is a disgrace now yeah that's that's clapped yeah that's very mean that's very tight i actually (laughs) said it to him on the day i went like ah lad and he went whoa it's like right i'm not getting into an argument about you but that's (laughs) fair bad like you know that was fair bad i couldn't get over that i've i've genuinely had i know lads who were in college together and it was in um 
one of the rag weeks or something like that. And they were all out drinking. And actually, one of the lads was working at this stage. The guy who the stories about was actually working at this stage. So everybody was uh, buying their rounds and stuff like that. And then it came to this guy's round and everybody else was standing around just looking, waiting for a drink kind of thing. You know, like when you're going up buying it kind of thing. And he looked at his phone to kind of, and they all looked like, oh, he was checking online banking and stuff like that. And then they looked up two minutes later and he was gone. And he was gone for the night. After everybody else buying their round and it was supposed to be his round and he fucked off. That's, and yeah. I tell you something, I'm, again, I'm not going to name this person, but I extremely, extremely doubt that there was a lack of funds with this person. You know? Sneaky. Very, I extremely, like, I would extremely doubt that. I would have hunted that lad down like a dog <laughs> and say, get the fuck to that bar there now and buy your drink. That's what I would have done. Um, I have more as well. <laughs> There's another story about mainness. Um there was a, all right, I know this guy. He's a cousin of mine. He won the local lotto. Like the GAA clubs back at home mm. have local lottos. Yeah, right? yeah, There's yeah, a lot yeah, of sports no, clubs do, like, you know. Yeah. He won seven grand in the lotto. And uh, yeah, this was great. He, he won the lotto. Um, this was the, I won a talent competition for the same GAA club a couple of years beforehand. I won 1,000. That was four months of walk of, of going around doing to pubs and fundraising and getting people to vote for you and stuff like that. I won one grand. And he turned around and he did fuck all or he buy a ticket and he won seven grand. You won a thousand pounds within a talent competition. Yeah. Actually, the bigger question is what fucking talent did you even say you had? It was very, uh, very um, so huh? this lad was inside they were in the cinema one night it was actually it was stand up comedy it was stand up comedy I won it for I'm not joking I won it for stand up comedy From the ages, between the ages of 13 and 19 I used to do stand up comedy yeah. please tell me there's a video of you doing a set somewhere I wrote and produced and uh, staged two of my own comedy shows what were they called? one of them was called One Drunk Night <laughs> and the other one was called In My Expert Opinion <laughs> I hear the lap. I hear the keyboard just yeah. going fucking Mike crazy. Was just rapidly searching notes. <laughs> Look them up by Darren Jenkins. They're in the the Source Arts Theatre, the Source Arts Centre in Thurles in Tipperary. Oh my god! I'm... Anyway, I'm getting off topic here, but um, yeah, cousin won seven grand on on this lotto, and uh, there he was in the cinema. Then a couple of weeks later, and the seven grand fully intact in his account. They went into the cinema, went in on a student meal, like, deal kind of a thing of, like, popcorn, drink, whatever the story is, like, yeah, you know. Yeah. And then uh, drank all his drink really, really quickly. And uh, rather, than, then, rather than going out and buying another drink, he Googled how much it was. And it was, like, three euros. And then just said, I know it's too much. And I left it off and sat there through the whole film with a massive thirst on him. After he winning seven grand in the account, like, you know. That is I should, I should, I should point out as well that he utterly disputes the, um, the, <laughs> the accuracy of that story and says that it's completely untrue, just for a disclaimer reason. But uh, I've had two people who back it up and say that it is true. So <laughs> now he has his own back on those two people here now in a minute as well. What do you think of that? Like? That's something I would do, though. Why would you? Why would you spend that? You if know, you had seven grand. In yeah, but that's account, why. Like, I, I'm sorry now to the cousin that I'm talking to that I've gone in on this. But like, go on. like, okay, you wouldn't go somewhere and spend four pound. Like, no, let's 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 put it this way: you wouldn't go and spend six pound for uh, a Guinness when you know you can pay three pound for it somewhere else. No, you wouldn't. No, that's what I mean. So why would you bother, even if you had to go thirsty for, what, an hour and a half watching a movie, why would you bother to go and pay £3 for a Coke? But this guy but sounds if you like were my kind thirsty. of guy. But if you were thirsty... Yeah, but you're not going to fucking die, are you? But you're not going to go anywhere over the next hour and a half, and if you yeah, just want to crench that thrust... See, you're not going to die. He, 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 he turned around and just specifically, even though he knew he was thirsty, specifically didn't take the drink and go out and buy the drink because of the price of it. And we the the this point of this story is what your microphone is on. I can hear everything you're drinking and typing. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> do you realise that? that Our a- sound engineer, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, he specifically didn't buy the drink because of the price of it. And the point of the story is that he didn't. The price of it shouldn't have mattered because he had plenty of money. 
I can't get over Mike Lewis, <laughs> Mike. So it's just the sound sorry, of the wall going down his throat. I couldn't <laughs> fucking help it. All you I'm can literally hear everything. I'm to concentrate and all I'm hearing is... It's <laughs> fucking brilliant. That's all I'm hearing I'm in my ear. I'm on my side. So I, <laughs> I hear it in my ear and I'm like, what the fuck is that? Oh, this podcast couldn't get any more fucking nuts. I I'm swear. drunk. Michael's fucking up the mics. <laughs> Jack's being racist. Well, it's usual. <laughs> I haven't uh, even started yet. Let we're me talking about our right. mother's ones, dead ones alive. <laughs> um, so the next story. Uh, so that's one story. Now, he has his own back here on two things, right? Oh, my God. How many... Fu- There's it, two more. D- Darren, this is a podcast. You know for yourself, this is called the Darren Jenkins podcast. It isn't. Okay, well, uh, anyway. I'm asking you to contribute, but you say yourself you don't have any stories. Are you, would you fucking ask me? Do you have Cunt? stories? Well, no, not on this one, but I do. What the <laughs> fuck are you on about then? Let me get through and we can get to your bit. All right, cool, go ahead. You fucking Egypt. You cunt. You cunt. Um, so, the same three group people, group of three people. One of them, their mother used to give them like three or four shepherd's pies, like going up to college during the week, like, you know, so they wouldn't have to cook dinner and stuff like that. And there's no way he could have cooked or, or ate all of the shepherd's pies in the space of the week. Okay. And they would be gone off as well. Like they were cooked at a sudden evening. So even if you like, kept them properly stored and stuff, they'd be gone off like within a couple of days, you know. So rather than actually give one or two of them to some of the other friends that they'd be at, he'd rather they had gone off than actually give them to it. Don't read now, that I bad, asked yeah. the person himself today about that. Again, utterly disputes it and says it's not true. But he said, if that is true, just pure badness rather than manness. Now, I just need to say that. And there's one more story I need to get to this. And this is fucking priceless. Um, they went in to this it's cafeteria area of the college like you know they go in for the breakfast every morning and the breakfast was being charged by the item okay so you, you go up to like a buffet style kind of an area get your breakfast and it's charged by the item and uh, rather and as soon as you get your breakfast you go over then to the cutlery area and the co- coffee area and the typical thing to do was to try and uh, you know eat your sausage really really quickly or whatever the story was just to avoid paying for it or um <laughs> they were like 65 cents each but uh, do that or hide it under toast which is how this all started hide it, uh, the, the sausage <laughs> or the rasher under the toast or something so you wouldn't have to pay for it and um, but once <laughs> this person <laughs> hid the sausage in his pocket <laughs> going down walked past the till paid for it and sat down took out the sausage blowing the bits of fluff oh, and everything off it and thought he was good grim. great fella then and sat down and ate the fucking sausage how fucking mean do you have to be like? and he said himself he said he this is true because he said it himself he said he only did it once because he said he had a pocket full of grease afterwards and he oh. said it was just fucking not worth oh, it I was like why the fuck would you do that in the first place you know why do you not just put the rashers on the plate and then just cover everything in beans? I don't. You don't put beans in a full Irish anyway. Oh yeah, but you had an Irish breakfast at ours. The other yeah, day. that was the only thing I meant to say was that don't put beans on it. Well, see, every other Irish person, I feel like you come from such a concentrated Muslim camp place in a Ireland. Camp that's just full it. of dickheads like you that just complain mm. about everything. Yeah. Now move on. <laughs> yeah. Before we do move on to the last bit, did you find them? No, sorry. You're going to have to help me find them afterwards. I will. I'll find them afterwards. Um, <laughs> I bet you he's on Pornhub typing in John Magnus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, how many people do you actually think did that this week? The Pornhub operator's like, why have we got like fucking 500 searches for John Magnum? <laughs> Who the fuck, fuck is, is John, John Magnum? Magnum? <laughs> Uh, so right the last bit then we talked about flashing the cash we talked about mainness this is fuck you money this is the last bit now everybody wants it talk to me about fuck you money do you know what it is first of all you you had to explain it to me before and you're going to have to explain it to me again fuck you money basically means Michael do you know what I mean when I say fuck you money as in like when you want to buy something but you can't because you haven't got any money so you're just like no, no, no. fuck you money he literally no, just means no, no, the opposite no. which is even stranger no no the, quite, the exact opposite it's about having money that basically means you can do whatever you want and you can tell anybody who would have previously told you like oh you shouldn't do that or you have to be answerable to certain somebody or whatever the story is it's just basically you telling everyone fuck you I can do what I want I have enough money to do what I want 
I just thought about what I'd do. That's it. Have you ever seen that guy on Pornhub? Just, I just stayed to talk about Pornhub. You ever seen that guy on Pornhub who makes like anti-porn videos? He just retired. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's why it's on my mind. I, hang on, tell me this. I haven't been... Ah, uh, so this guy basically makes anti-porn. So it's like... Um, he like he's like he wears like a shirt with a tie on. He's like this ginger guy that looks like a proper like Mormon. And he, the t- video title would be like "Stepsister gets stuck in the washing machine, but I help her out nicely." And it's like he'll be like he'll be like delivery guy delivers pizza, and he keeps his knob in his pants, like all this kind of stuff. I feel like if I like fuck off money, I'd invite porn stars around to my house, and they'd all be like, "This is going to be for a fat orgy." And I'd just be like. Let's have a games night. Clean my house. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's I, I I don't have any idea. I I mean I we did talk about this because actually Taryn and I are quite organised. But like oh, I I did write that I I actually don't know what I'd do. I think I'd be like I would I wouldn't go down that route of like end world poverty or like go help a no no this person. isn't about charity and stuff like this is yeah, just what would you do for yourself to say to everybody fuck you. Go on. You see, I, then I just, I don't know, pay someone to like, I don't know, set a light fuck you in some field somewhere. That'd be sick. I don't know what yeah. I'd do. I'm a pretty boring person if you haven't Would you buy out. a big house, we'll say, like, and just say... 110%. Yeah? I'm so big fucking house. materialistic, it's disgusting. Big house, flash car, and just say to everybody... This is me. This is what I have. Oh, a, hud- a flash car, hands down. That's what fuck you me and, me and my mate Andy are just obs- obsessed with cars and we have it in our heads that we have to buy a fast car and that is the only way we can possibly die because we're just idiots at driving. <laughs> like, you know, you know when you have one thing Thelma in your mind. Louise, that, yeah, Jack, that's, yeah, that's actually how we're going to go out. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. But yeah, no, that, honestly, I, I mean, I'm so materialistic. It would definitely be all the flash stuff. That, that's how I'd say fuck you to someone mm. with money. What about yourself? I would genuinely, I don't even know if this is right saying this, I'd buy all the tickets to a concert of an artist that I really hate and then we'll say, (laughs) go in and say, kind of do something that means they have to donate the money to charity, like say... Uh, you know, oh, I bought them all, and I'd really appreciate it if you came on board and have to get so that then just make them do the concert at the same time, and then knowing that they're not getting any money for it, and I could just make them sit there because I'm like, now you're a bollocks. <laughs> if you fuck off now after doing the, char- I don't do this charity gig. You're a wanker. That's you like t- you turn up for like the yeah. the pre-show person and yeah. like everyone beforehand. I'd, I'd love to do it to Bono or someone like that or or fucking Bob Geldof. I'd love to do it to someone like that. You really... Can't. I'd love to do it to Bob... Ge- I'd love to get Bob Geldof to play a full fucking concert in an empty stadium to me. What's with and then all make the it look like, all right, I'm going to donate it to a charity. What's with all the hate? Chill out, man. Leave these people alone. No, no, I hate Bob Geldof. Okay. I hate him. Okay. I hate him. He's a wanker. Um, I don't... And I know people go, oh, he's loads of stuff for charity. Where the fuck is his tax money? Um, all right. Politics. Yeah, this is it. I'm into, I'm into malelligent. So, Michael, <laughs> tell me, what's your fuck you money? I like doing what you did, but for a band that I actually like. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> just for me. so you want a private concert? Yeah, that would be like fucking the O2 sick. or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my, could you fucking imagine? You like have all Wembley. the boxes booked and you just run around to all the boxes. Just yeah, or organise like a fat off paintball match at Wembley Stadium. But it's just <laughs> me and like six mates just running around that stadium. <laughs> that's that actually, it. yeah, that's fun. I, I didn't properly think through this question, you know. I do yeah. fun stuff as opposed to, like, it would be like, fuck you, I'm having all the fun that you wish you could add. Yeah. Kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. So that's it. I think that's probably what we have on that topic, is it? No, you fucking wanker. You're you, not fucking cunt. No, would you fuck? Shut up and listen to me. I'm listening yeah? to you. There was three points to this fucking topic. Tightest thing you've ever done. The second one was meant to be, what's the weirdest thing you've ever done for money? But you decided to fuck my topics and just bring in your own. Yeah, let alone, that's how this fucking podcast goes. And then the last one was fuck you money. So I'm going to go back to my topic. Go on. That, yeah, yeah, fuck you. Listen to me. What's the weirdest thing you've ever paid to have done now don't say that haircut although that is a fucking <laughs> you're on one today buddy, aren't you you really are what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> fuck off what's Sorry. wrong with you you're lucky there's something between me and you I'm going to beat you up be careful it's when uh, do you know what's wrong with me is Darren telling me the podcast is 9 to 11 and yeah. then he goes oh by the way at night when he said the whole time I thought it was in the morning he even said it was in the morning I'm chill I planned my day I planned my day I planned my day and he's like, no, nah, no, nah, it's 9pm to 11 He's known this for a week. I don't mind it being in the evening, but I just like being organised. 
You've known this for a week. It's, you know, I know, but you've I've had gone. a week to get organized. Which are you? Would you stop changing the topic? I've, it's my fucking you turn. You change the subject, right? <laughs> what's the weirdest thing you've ever paid to have done? <sighs> the weirdest thing I've ever paid to have done. Like, if you paid someone to do something for you, don't. Oh, sorry, I do have a story about this. Oh, here we fucking go. I, it's not. <laughs> Going back to that talent show thing that I was saying that I wanted in uh, back years and years mm-hmm. ago for the stand-up comedy thing. You cheated, didn't you? I didn't, genuinely. <laughs> I won that fair and square. Uh, I then took some of that money and then went up to Dublin to record what I thought, like a voice kind of a demo thing for like acting auditions and stuff like that. I was really hoping that would take a weird turn. And stuff like, like that. Porn. But I paid like 400 euros to do this. And then, like, everybody who <laughs> afterwards who heard it said, how much did you pay for that? And I told them, and they were like, that's way too much money. It's like, you shouldn't have done that. And I never ended up reusing it properly either. Oh, so you just have it sitting there. I, I get, we call it, I, I called it Paddy FM. Uh, <laughs> this was it. This was because kind of, the whole thing was meant to be like a radio show skit kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was all these different characters and stuff like that. I wonder where that ended up. But um, <laughs> it, uh, it, it, yeah, that, I did this when I was like 14, I think. And I, it was like 400 quid, which was like, uh, it might as well have been a million pound to me at that point. Yeah, fucking hell. You a thousand know? pound is like fucking tons yeah. and you're a child. This is it. There's so a the, fuck ton of Freddos. That's all I can 400 pounds, yeah. I'll tell you one story about it as well, now that you mention it. Keep pointing. And this, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name this person because I, I want to know this. Um, Marty Sutton is your man's name and he's a fucking legend. Marty Sutton, if you're listening by, you're a, you're a legend. Um, the boys and myself went to Liverpool, I've said this before, back in November of last year, just before all this coronavirus bollocks hit. And... Uh, the night before I went up, they were in, they ended up in a strip club and uh, all the boys were there thinking it was great paying 20, 30 pound for a lap dance. like. And it's just, a lap dance are just basically getting blue balled. That's all it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're paying to get blue balled. And this woman comes up to Marty and Marty's this pure like big Irish fella. Like, you know, he's this big Irish head in him, big Irish farmer head in him, like west of Ireland, like really, you know what I'm talking about because your mom's from there. Like, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So <laughs> this stripper one comes up to him and is like, oh, we want to come upstairs with me to the VIP room, to champagne room. Like, and um, your man said, how much? And Marty said to her, how much was that? And uh, she said, 200 pounds for the hour. And I was like, and what will that consist of? I was like, oh, I'll show you a good time. And then winking at him. And Marty goes, will there be sex? <laughs> and your one said, No. Goes, what the fuck would I give you two hundred pound for? So and just, <laughs> he goes, just to myself, it's not something that was done to you, but I just thought that was a brilliant story. Like you know, the why would time, I give you two hundred pound to go up and get blue ball for an hour? The one yeah. time I ever went to a strip club was when they were doing an offer and they got all the students through the door in Portsmouth by giving away four Stellas for twenty pound, which I, I don't know why I thought that was oh, a bargain. You said offer, I thought you meant on it's the like dance. Five pound a fucking yeah. yeah, and we just we just sat in there staring at women's boobs, and there was like six students. I I, I was about to say six students to a table which makes me feel weird because of COVID but that was normal back then (laughs) right my reply is actually weird and now I hate the fact that I even brought this fucking shit up but basically I'd had a couple of beers because I'm a lad you know more than your five in an hour because obviously you know I'm a legend but I went to a festival. I think I, I spoke I feel to you like about. I hurt it. your feelings, so I'm just going to leave it off. <laughs> I to. I went to a festival. I've told you about this festival before, um, and obviously, I mean, Mikey, have you been to festival? You've been to festival, absolutely. Yeah, you know when you go. What and, do like, you mean, Michael? Have you been to festival? Look at the head I on know, him. I know, <laughs> he lives at festivals. <laughs> I know. I, I did want to change that, but basically, <laughs> I went to um, Lost Village, which is a weird, fucking weird festival. But it was. We got there on the Thursday, and it was like now Sunday, so that's like Thursday, not showering, listening to music. Friday, not showering, listening to music, and Saturday not sharing listening to music and I had like quite a few beers and we were bored sitting in a group big group of 16 of us and I thought hey what would be fucking banner what would be fucking banner I said Andy mate I'll give you 20 quid to suck my balls and I was like I don't know why I thought that was a normal thing I really don't know why I thought that was a normal thing so in the group of 16 people out comes the Jimmy Chammies and yeah why did you want to bring this topic up again? Because I thought it would be funny, but obviously everyone looks a bit he concerned. Yeah, like he gave him a little pet, yeah. 
I mean, but like, the, I think the funnier I thing is... I now know why your girlfriend's getting the jelly beans. I think the funnier thing you, you is... You knew they were going to tell this. I think the funnier thing is, is that he actually did it for 20 quid. Yeah, that's a bit low. That's what I mean. Like, I mean, I, as much as you can blame me, I mean, I'm very comfortable with my sexuality to turn around and say that. But for him to actually like give him a little peck three days after not showering, well, listening when to you some say music, little, giving yeah, it a little I, I don't even want to go into the details of this because it sounds crude. Do you want the video? But, I've got the video. Have you? Yeah, do you want the video? Yeah, go on, show me the video. Do you want the video live on the podcast? Yeah, I do. This is the video live on the podcast of Jack full-blown getting his balls sucked. Oh, only hold, the, hold the uh, audio by the mics over here. <laughs> I don't even know. There is audio. This is going to be bad. Right, come close. Oh, there was a string for my trousers. That's more than a peck. Well, that is more than a peck. I like everyone's reaction. That's what just like, the fuck? <laughs> were you on something? No. <laughs> Do you have to say that in case your family members listen? No, because I wasn't. No, I, I, I was drinking K cider that night, which was probably just Rough. the reason why. Yeah, fucking tour. Tell me about K cider. But yeah. Christ. I don't know what the fuck. That's like uh, Jesus. Like it's a perfect place to end, really, isn't it? John Magnum's interview <laughs> didn't shake me as much as watching that. Like, what the fuck? Like fucking hell, right? Then yeah, we'll end it right there. So from episode sixteen of the Good Friday podcast, my name has been Darren Jenkins. <laughs> You're actually scarred. I fucking I, am. I hate how good we actually. I'm just trying to get mean, through this now. As much so as I, can I just get to said this is a nice place to end, this is actually fucked because you're actually scarred. I feel like yeah, we're gonna get out of here and you're gonna be like, what, we are, what's yeah. wrong with I you? I just want to say to everybody back in Ireland as well. I know the lockdown's back as well, and we just want to say, I just want to say to you, look, keep the heads down. Stay safe and look, we'll get through the whole lot of it. We'll be fine. Unlucky right? England's not on lockdown. Fuck Ireland. Trust Peace, me. Peace, Jack. Trust me, they will be. They will be. They'll be on lockdown because there'll be an Irishman walking through with a fucking shotgun next week. My name's been Darren Jenkins. Fuck Ireland. No, I'm joking. See, my name's Jack Joe. <laughs> and I'm Darren Jenkins. Good luck. Did you just see? You had to say, this is Darren Jenkins. This is Jack Joe. And then you <laughs> go know. again. That was this intentional. This is Darren Jenkins. That was intentional. How many times did you have to say your fucking name? That was intentional. This has been Jack Joe. Goodbye. I hope the Queen dies roaring. <laughs>